And we're live. Good morning and welcome to the Pete Bradley Show. This is show number 109. I'm Pete Bradley along with my co-host, the executive producer, the creator of the show. That would be the man who wishes we did an afternoon show and didn't get up this early. My son, Matt. Yes, that is true. That is 100% true. We are back after our Thanksgiving break. We missed you. Have a great show planned for you today. Our goal is to always start your day off in a positive note. So if you like what we do here, please be sure to hit the uh, like button, the thumbs up there, and subscribe so that you don't miss any future shows. We are live here on YouTube weekday mornings and also available on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can leave us a voicemail at uh, with your questions, birthdays, comments. 774-473-9910 is how you leave that voicemail. And don't forget, we now have Make It A Great Day merch available, T-shirts, hoodies, and mugs. You can find the link down below. And thank you so much for those that have supported the show. Coming up, expect to be more for Christmas trees this year. Americans weigh in on what they don't like about the holidays. We have a new trend with adults, that is, not having children. And a couple got married through Zoom even though they have never met each other in real life. We'll get to those stories and more, but uh, it is great to see you. Good to be back. We had our Thanksgiving break and went down to Virginia Beach. We had Thanksgiving. It was confusing. We had Thanksgiving at Doug and Marla's house, and he did the deep fryer. Deep fried turkey. That was good. That was good. And what makes something a deep fryer? Um... The fact that he lowered it down, maybe, and I guess, yeah. I guess, I don't know. You just you hear deep fried stuff and just fried stuff. Yeah. What What is the depth that it needs to go to? Okay, something to look up later. There we go. Yeah. Um, then we celebrated Christmas on the Saturday after Thanksgiving at uh, Stephen and Sarah's house, and Uncle Matt did it again with Liam's most favorite Christmas gift, the garbage truck. Wait, did, I don't think I've done this before. This is a big yeah. Doug and Marla thing. Yeah. Oh, they used to go. They in with they the, they oh. buy the they buy the killer gifts typically. But that that he likes that day. I mean, he ends up liking all the toys. But, right. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I I won. I bought him a a toy garbage truck. Toy so garbage truck. I win. <laughs> it is Wednesday. We hope you had a very nice Thanksgiving. Uh, be sure to mention in the chat if anything interesting happened with you. It is Wednesday, December first. Rabbit, 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 right? First words out of your mouth on the first day of the month are supposed to be rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. Except those were like your 50th words of the yeah, day. Yeah, they were. Yeah. My first words were, are you all right? Charlie fell off the bed. Yeah. I heard I heard a thump. I didn't know what happened. And you thought it was me. Well, no, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't loud enough to be you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no. But So I went and he's, he seems fine. Yeah. We checked on he him. He seems sleeps, all right. He sleeps right on the edge of the bed. He does. And every now and then, like last uh, this morning, it uh, catches up to him. Yep. 19 days until Matt's birthday, 24 days until Christmas, 31 days until the new year. And for those of you waking up and it's cold this morning, 109 days until spring. All right, the countdown's on. Welcome to National Pie Day, and I have no idea why it is held now and not back on Thanksgiving, but it's National Pie Day today. It's National Eat a Red Apple Day. It's Bifocals <clears throat> at the Monitor Liberation Day. What? It encourages you to free yourself from blurry images. 
If you need glasses, to just, just give in and get them. All right. But why that name? Why not Nat? You know, National Glasses Day. No, it's bifocals at the monitor. You want to know why? Because there is an. I guarantee there is a national day. a National Glasses Day. Probably. Yes. Yeah. It's National Package Protection Day. Looking out for those porch pirates. It's World AIDS Day to raise awareness and to mourn those who have died from the disease. And it's also Rosa Parks Day. It was on this day in 1955. After a long day of work, Rosa Parks boarded a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. She took her seat in the colored section. As she rode the Cleveland Avenue bus home, the bus began to fill up. Bus drivers regularly required black passengers to give up their seats to white passengers when the bus became full. When the bus driver asked Rosa Parks to give up her seat, she refused. Police arrested her, and what followed, of course, is civil rights history. On the date book on this day in 1887, Sherlock Holmes first appeared in print in Study in Scarlet by Arthur Conan Doyle. 1913, the Ford Motor Company institutes the world's first moving assembly line for the Model T Ford. On this day in 1924, the Boston Bruins beat the Montreal Maroons 2-1 at the Boston Arena. This was the first NHL game to be played in the United States. The game of bingo was invented on this day in 1929 by Edwin Lowe. On this day in 1953, Hugh Hefner published the first edition of Playboy magazine. It featured Marilyn Monroe as the first centerfold. On this day in 1964, after just three seasons in the MLB, the Houston Colt 45s changed the name of the team to the Astros. The owners say the move signals a step into the future by the franchise and the city. On this day in 1971, John Leno and Yoko Ono released Happy Christmas, War is Over. Heisman Trophy winner Doug Flutie, he won the award on this day in 1984. He played for Boston College. And on that same day, 1984, Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy premiered in Los Angeles. Good morning, Charlie. Studio dog Charlie is uh, on his porch right he's, now. He's watching out for porch pirates. So. Yes, yes, yes. He's celebrating the day, yep. looking over our porch. Charlie, can we carry on? Celebrity birthdays, Bette Midler is 76, and actress Charlene Tilton is 63. So who's in the chat? So we have people saying good morning? Yeah, we have a couple shout-outs here. Uh, Abby says it is Liz and Tim's wedding anniversary today, so oh, shout-out to Liz and Tim. Yes. Uh, and also, Lori said, could you guys give a shout-out to my dad, Jim? He is 80 years old today. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jim. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see who else we have here. Dane is here. He's, he said, rabbit, rabbit. Rabbit, Gail said rabbit. it too. Yeah, we did not. I, I don't think I'll ever remember to do no. that. Uh, Gail said, still sunny here in Virginia Beach uh, with puppies. There you go. Oh, that's right. Best place to be. Diane's here. Abby's here. Good morning, guys. Gary said, feeling that way. I'm still cold this morning. Yeah, today was the first morning where like you woke up you and felt it, was, it? it was really, well, yeah. we've been away, but yeah. it was the first morning I felt it was so cold that I didn't want to get out of bed. Ooh. And then once you got in the shower, it was so cold you didn't want to get out of the get shower. Out. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're lucky I, I'm here, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm that's all I I'm went saying. with the flannel. Yeah. Yeah. Gail yeah. said, hey, if you want to change the time to 10, I'm good with that. Is everyone else good with that? Uh, let's take a poll. Uh, take a survey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dana said, I'm still in a tryptophan stupor. From the turkey. Never enough turkey. <laughs> Giggle. Yeah. It was funny. We, uh, You were staying at Doug and Marla's house while Mom and I were at Sarah and uh, Stevens. Yep. And... Uh, what happened with Marla and the, and the leftovers? 
You guys were saying, oh, why don't we just, we'll just put the leftovers out for football snacks. Right? Oh, yeah, for football snacks. And she was like, stop trying to give away my leftovers. <laughs> She's like, I like leftovers. Yes. It's like, yeah, fair point. Fair point. I am a big fan of uh, big fan of leftovers. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, back to you. All right. Uh, the New England Revolution lost last night. Their quest for the MLS Cup came to an abrupt and disappointing end last night. They fell to the New York City FC in the East semifinals at Gillette Stadium. Came down to penalty kicks. All five New York City shooters were able to beat Matt Turner while Adam Buxa missed for New England to give NYCFC the, well, 5-3 to three victory because of the kicks. So, great season for the revolution, but it uh, does come to an end. Our random thought for today, what is the most embarrassing thing you've ever worn? What is the most embarrassing thing you've ever worn? I have a list. You have a list of just from you? <laughs> I, yeah, I I didn't write it down, but I have it up here. Just, just various things. Starting off with your light blue tuxedo. No, you wore a white tuxedo to your wedding. Yes, I had a white tuxedo. What, did you you the, wore a the, light blue tuxedo for the something. Guy, no, the guys had a light blue. Ah, that's probably what I'm remembering. Yeah, the yeah. guys had light blue. Studs. But it was 1981, so, yeah. What's the uh, most embarrassing thing you've ever worn? Well, uh, put your answer down in the chats. If you're watching this later in the day, you can put it in the comments or we will put it on our socials later. Oh, I did want to mention, uh, if you can go with the other shot here, we have our friend. Yeah. We have a new gnome out this morning. And this was a surprise when we got home. I I found this on the uh, counter and it said, this is Moisha, which is Yiddish for Moses. He is the mensch on a bench. Um, instead of the elf on the shelf, I there guess. There it is, yeah. Yeah. This is from Diane Hahn, by the way, our friend. He's come to hang out with Jethro in the studio during the eight crazy nights of Hanukkah. That's what Diane Hahn calls Hanukkah at their house. It's the oh Han H A H N. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you better watch out, Charlie, because he's watching you. So, Charlie, Charlie, watch behave, out. please. Watch okay. Out for Moisha. All right, yeah. So Moisha's here. Thank you so much. Hopefully, we pronounce that right. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, Jethro has a right. I love how the gnome thing is just taken off. Like, has this always been a thing? I don't know why. We we did a little Christmas shopping the other the other day, and there's gnomes everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember gnomes being everywhere, but they're everywhere. It used to be something you'd put outside, you know, like yeah. you'd have a garden gnome. Yep. But now there's, there's a they're lot of them. They're invading the indoors? Like, like I, don't, I don't know. It's cold. They're is moving this their in. plot? Like, who started this? <laughs> In the news this morning, expect to pay more for Christmas trees this holiday season. Experts say tree buyers should expect to pay between 10 and 30 percent more for both live and artificial trees. Several factors are driving the trend, including the supply chain issues. On top of the higher prices, consumers will also have a smaller selection to choose from. Happened to Doug and Marla when they went out the other night. Secret Santa... And wrapping gifts are the worst part of the holidays, according to a new survey. Researchers talked to 2,000 Americans about the holidays and found 52% say wrapping gifts is the worst part. The hardest gifts to wrap include bicycles. Came okay, in at yeah, number you, one. you don't even wrap that. You just How slap, you? slap a bow on that. Yeah. Gym equipment came in at number two. Okay, same thing. Same thing, trying to wrap a... What, yeah. Peloton? Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Sports balls are number three. Ah, get creative. You got that. 
Don't they come in a, doesn't it even a basketball come in a box, kind of? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guitars come in fourth. I See, I disagree with that. Most of them come in a box. So, I mean, just wrap up the box. He gave, uh, he gave Liam his own ukulele. Yeah. His, Except his, they call it, they call it a guitar. I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I, really? I guess while he's young. Oh, okay. But yeah. eventually we'll have to teach him the ways. But yeah, he, he was rocking his, Sarah has a pink ukulele. Right. But Sarah never, I, I, I keep trying to get Sarah to learn the ukulele. She, she knew at one point, totally gave up on it. So I bought Liam a ukulele. Yeah. Now they can play together. Nice. It's never nice. going to, Sarah's never going to touch that again. But you know. Coming in fifth, by the way, the hardest thing to wrap, candles. Why aren't they? Well, are they in a box? Just, just put it in a I gift bag. You yeah, know? really. A, lo- a lot of these, yeah. I feel like, just throw it in a gift bag. Another unpopular holiday tradition is apparently Secret Santa. Now, I don't think it's the way we did it. No, no, no. This is definitely like work Secret Santa. Yes. Yeah. 79% say they hate being roped into the exchange because they never know what to get the other person. And, I mean, I've been through this so many times. Did you have this at work, too? Uh, yeah, I've done it yeah. a couple times, yeah. Yeah, you get somebody, assign somebody, only buy some lottery tickets or something. I yeah, don't, like a know. gift card. But yeah. then sometimes there's a rule, no gift cards. But luckily, I've never, I've never had to right. deal with that. But I, I know people that have had to do, to do no gift card secret Santas. What do you buy the person? Really? I mean. And at that point, they probably want a gift card. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, they don't yeah. want a pair of, I don't know, funny socks. They don't. <laughs> they don't. Mary sent a, a message uh, through Facebook because we promoted, we'd be talking about this today, about the, the things people hate about Christmas. And uh, she said just the commercialization of Christmas, she thinks is, is just gotten too much. Yeah, but that's just life, right? Everything gets commercialized. <laughs> but we don't, we don't need to get into that. Probably. Yeah. Right. The gifts from the 12 days of Christmas are going to cost you more money this year. PNC's Christmas price index has been around since 1984. They've been figuring this out since the mid-80s. I mean, hey, it's their thing. They measure the current cost of obtaining all items in a full verse of the iconic Christmas carol. So, yeah, how much? Eight maids of milking, seven swans of swimming. After plummeting last year, the index is up 5.7% this year, which is the largest jump since 2013. It would cost about $41,206 to obtain all of the items in each of the 12 verses. That is up from 16168 last year. The most expensive gift, for those of you that are wondering, is the seven swans of swimming. That'll set you back $13,000. You need a new swan guy, then. Right. <laughs> I don't know who you're going for for swans, but you need a new swan guy. Got a good swan guy. Yeah. Gen Z currently makes up 25% of the workplace in the U.S., but they do the most complaining. Human resources professionals say the youngest people in offices tend to bring grievances and misunderstandings. One HR director said, we stopped offering free soda. And you would have think we imposed a pay cut. The complaints from the junior staff to HR were unreal. They act more entitled than anyone else. And another manager said we had an employee complain to HR that they were being bullied. Why? Well, their manager told them that flexibility did not mean they could just make their own hours and be offline whenever it suited them. I mean, that's bullying, right? I, uh, no. 
A new study finds sports, board games, and video games prepare people for conflict and cooperation in real life. Don't tell parents that. And they even can keep groups together. What? Researchers discovered how games are an essential way of bonding. Competitive games can help groups where there is conflicts, while cooperative games can aid team harmony. Researchers believe games mimic real-world behavior and may be one avenue in which children learn and practice cultural norms. Let's start getting Call of Duty in kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it there. Study shows. By the way, speaking of board games, I read last night that uh, the uh, Queen Elizabeth of England, she'll be going off to her estate to celebrate the holidays. The family will gather this year. They did not last year because of the pandemic. And, of course, they get together and they love to play board games, but Monopoly is banned. Why is that? Prince Andrew says they get too competitive. Oh, okay. Imagine the royals sitting around. <laughs> I'm going to port a hotel there, old mummy. And that they just ended the game. They're like, nope, you can't do that. Nope, that's too competitive. Blue-eyed women are the most attractive to men on dating apps. Researchers created profiles for a male and female model on Bumble, Tinder, and Hinge. The color of their eyes was digitally modified with researchers measuring the number of matches each one received. They found men with darker colored eyes were the most appealing to women, while men were most attracted to women with blue eyes. Maybe. I'm glad you, a 40-year married man, yes, knew, like looked that up. It's my job. And to, have that information. It's my job to, to share with the masses. Perfect. And Matt and I have been talking about this guy. A man in Missouri left a giant cutout of himself at a gas station as a prank, and it's now become a TikTok sensation. Kyle Sheely worked with friends to create a cutout of himself jamming out with a pizza guitar that advertised a fake Kyle Sheely meal. He then put it inside a gas station. So he's got this like six foot two. St- he brings it into the gas station. Well, because they said that the people just come and bring signs and no one no one knows yeah. where it comes from. They're just like, yep, okay. Like Pepsi will just bring in a sign. And they're like, yeah, just put it over there. So he was like, I'm going to test this. So he put on a he put on a beanie and he had his mask on for, for the uh, pandemic. So he couldn't really see him. He walked in. He said, I'm just going to leave this here, okay? And they said, yep, that's fine. He wanted to see how long it would be before the store caught on and removed the massive cutout. But millions of TikTok views later, the cutout's popularity has inspired a real-life Kyle Sheely Mealy. It's available at, uh, it's, a, it, it's a chain of stores, I guess, called Come and Go in Missouri. And he's uh, sending a portion of the proceeds to charity. The Kyle Sheely Mealy, by the way, includes a 12-ounce Red Bull and a pizza sandwich, which is just two pieces of pizza smashed face-to-face. Healthy. They were going for a healthy option. I guess so, yes. the Kyle Sheely Mealy. I mean, at that point, the, like the, the I think it was a gas station. They just yep. You can't pretend that you don't see that. So they at that point, you got to turn it into a marketing scheme. And, and boom, there you go. Because I guess people were commenting about it on TikTok. That's how the store found out. Mm-hmm. So, Well, the, I guess the store has a pretty pretty good presence on TikTok. So okay. They saw it. Yeah. All right. So it's a thing. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Americans are not having children. There's a growing number of American adults who, are, who aren't already parents, and they say they probably won't have kids either. 
44% of non-parents ages 18 to 49 say it's not too likely or not at all likely that they will have children someday. That is up seven percentage points from those who said the same in 2018. There were many reasons that people gave for not having children, but the one given by 56% of the respondents was simply they don't want any kids. Other reasons include medical and financial. About 15% cite the lack of a partner. Well, that'll do it. 10% said it was the age of their partner, and 9% blamed the state of the world. Roughly 1 in 20 said climate change was their reason to not have a child. Among adults under 40 who are already parents, about one quarter don't expect to have more children due to the financial cost, while 3 in 10 say they're just too old to have children. I mean, hey, my life motto, to each their own. I guess, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, By the way, those that do have kids took to Reddit recently to share some things no one warns you about when having kids. One person wrote, you will never sleep the same again. It's just different levels of fear and worries as they get older. Another person said, you'll only ever be as happy as your saddest kid. Think about that one for a moment. You'll only be as happy as your saddest kid. Do you agree so far with those two? Um, yeah, sleep. You're never gonna. You're never well, gonna. Well, okay. I would blame your career choice for that one. Morning radio. Yeah, that kind of yeah. really screwed up my sleep. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah. that that's not the yeah. kid's fault. Uh, the the level of worries do change. You know, because you worry you worry differently when they're toddlers to when they're because we still worry. I'm just going to start crying randomly, and I expect you to cry as well. Okay? (laughs) One dad wrote, I'm a father of three, and every daylight savings time shift is a a major battle. They say, but it's still light outside. And I say, I don't care. It's 9 o'clock. Go to bed. And another person said, learn to live life while using uh, with using one arm because the other one will always be holding the baby. Still to this day, Pete carries me around the house. Every day. And another parent wrote, no one tells you how much you and your partner will talk about poop. The amount of poop, the color of poop, the timing of poop, the lack of poop, the consistency of poop, the location of poop, the viscosity of poop, the forcefulness of poop, even the sound of poop. And it never stops because then your children... Call you about your grandchildren's poop. That, yes, ain't they, that right? Ain't that right, Sarah? <laughs> I feel like that's a a, a weekly thing uh, is to call and talk about Liam's poops. Poop, yeah. yeah. What's going on in the chats? Are we having anything in see. the chats? People are lively in the chat. I today. guess good to see it. Back when we were talking about moving the show to ten, uh, which we yes. were we were kind of kidding. Yes. Diane yeah. said eight is great. Need to have a good start to my day before it's half over. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Abby's saying it's twenty seven degrees there. May actually be warm today. There you go. Hey. That's called optimism. Uh, Dana says the gnome is fantastic. Diane says gnomes are huge this year. And Dana says we have our Boston Bruins gnome on next to the TV for positive mojo. Oh. Who decides gnomes? Like who this year? Like I don't, who, would, who do we put in charge of trends? You know? Aren't there, well, there are people when, that, that do that for a living, But right? why do we trust them? They say, hey, it's going to be gnomes this year. And we just blindly are like, like okay. that's a fantastic, that fits like that is golden. 
I want to be I in guess, charge. I guess they sell that they have such personal confidence, or whatever. They like, sell just, the idea. And we I want to randomly it. be like, hey, Christmas decorated waffles this year. That's what we're going with. And and you walk into everyone's house and there's just a waffle on the wall. And you're like, what? But you're like, oh, Matt said so. So that's we, that's the trend. We could do something with that. Can we though? I think so. If I don't know start, who gets put in charge. I want to. I want to be put in charge. Well, why don't we start around June the Christmas waffle promotion? Why is it always when you grow up? You know, you you should be a doctor or you should be uh, an astronaut. Mm. I want to be the the gnome guy, the trend the guy setter. that tells everyone to get a gnome. You Where do be- I apply for that job? Mm. You know. Like, you, there's fashion trends. I'm sure you have to right, be at, like, I don't right. know, Louis Vuitton or something. <laughs> Who decides gnomes? Like, is it, um, who's that from HGTV, Sarah Loves? Oh, uh. Chip and Joanne. Joanna, Joanna Gaines. Gaines. Does she oh, decide? Yeah. Did she wake up one morning and she was like, gnomes? If Joanna says it, it happens, right? I just, I mean, she was like the shiplap lady, right? right? That's She was always like, yep. shiplap here. Yep. And next thing you know, you walk into everyone's house. Everyone's got shiplap. And they're shiplap. like, I don't even know what happened. I just woke up one morning and there was shiplap on my walls. I did it in my sleep. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, Mia says, I prefer Yankee Swap to Secret Santa. I, th- I don't think I've ever done a Yankee Swap. I'm not, I don't think I've ever participated. I don't think I have. Oh, wait, yeah, I think once at work, we did that. Yeah. We did that. I do. As long as you don't do the Michael Scott Yankee yes. Swap. That's... If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's the wrong way to do a Yankee swap. Uh let's see. Abby said there was a questionnaire we had to fill out like favorite color and scents and interests to help with Secret Santa. I like how they put scents there because they know someone's getting a candle. Like Yes. That's just the go to yeah. gift is a candle. Yeah. And most people would like that, I guess. Um uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. Gift cards are just I guess a questionnaire would help, right? Oh, definitely. What does favorite color do for you though? Like, hey, my favorite color's red. Oh, great. Here's a red, red. mitten. It's <laughs> just one. Just one. What am I supposed to do with a mitten? They're I like, think, oh, it's an oven mitt. I'm like, perfect. I have a frying pan. I'm trying to think back to what I used to buy. And I know at least one year, I went to a local place called Dorothy Cox Chocolates, which, of course, makes chocolates. Mm, good. Yes. And, yeah. And I bought one of those, you know, it's like a coffee mug with chocolates inside because mm-hmm. I thought you can't go wrong unless they were allergic to chocolate. I don't know. Yeah. But you can't go wrong with you that. You know what? Make right? a note. Uh, you need to look up the most popular uh, Secret Santa gifts. Oh, okay. Like work Secret Santa gifts. I know there's articles. I know oh, there's going to be like be. top 100 Secret Santa gifts to give. <laughs> uh, Abby says, blue eyes are great until you go outside and the sun flashbangs you off the snow. <laughs> I feel like that's just any any eye. Why do we Why do we make sunglasses a summer thing? They're definitely more oh, required in the winter. You have to have them in, yeah. the, in the snow country. Yes. Like I, I always go outside and shovel snow, and I'm out there with Ray-Bans, and that's not, that's not the most worker-like sunglasses, but that's what I wear, whatever. I'm... I want to look hip while I'm shoveling snow, uh, just in case the grannies are walking by or something. Um, but, you yeah, know, I, I look out, no one's ever wearing sunglasses while shoveling snow. They should. They, they should. should. I don't I don't know. It's instant migraine. You walk out in the snow, instant migraine. Abby says, wasn't the cutout like 10 feet tall? Yes, the TikTok cutout was like 10 feet tall. I just, how do you not have some sort of like email that says, hey, Joe from Pepsi is going to be by with the cutout? You would think they would. And right? I wonder, I, w- I would be curious to see now, because the internet is just copycat land. How many people have now walked into gas stations and they're like, hey, there's this giant cutout of a ding dong and I'm just, this goes here. How and much? they're like, yeah, yeah, good. 
How much? That must have set him back a bit, huh? Oh, it's professionally made. To, to print but one of those? If you watch his stuff, like this is what he oh, does. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. like Mr. Beast. Have you, we watched the oh, Squid we Game wa- thing. Yes. I mean, millions of dollars goes into the production because they know it's going to blow up. And so. and this Mr. Beast video, he gave away how much money? $456,000. $456,000 to the winner. So I asked Matt, I said, where, where does he get this money? And it's like the guy has millions of viewers. Well, yeah, the millions of views, but also it was sponsored. It's yeah. like, I mean, that that last time I checked, this was like three days after it posted. If you don't know what we're talking about, the show Squid Games, a YouTuber recreated it with real people in real yep. life. People yep. didn't die. Don't worry. No, nobody died. Um, but yeah, uh, I checked it like three days later. It was at like 70 million views. So that one company got, I mean, that's an ad that directly went to 70 million people. So that's like the smartest way to advertise. So we've got to step up our game here, okay? You need to tell other people and we need to get more viewers. Well, we need to do something more interesting than just sit here and talk, <laughs> to be honest. They like it. They talk with us. That's true. That's true. All right. All right. Time for Breedley's Bizarre But True. These are bizarre but evidently true stories that we find through many different sources. A couple got married via Zoom, even though they have never met each other in real life. It started when Asa met Darren online after joining a Facebook group in lockdown to find a pen pal. The 26-year-old from the U.K., Hope that finding someone new to speak to would help with the boredom during the coronavirus pandemic. She got connected with Darren, who is from Michigan, and the pair started chatting as friends in July of 2020. But they were soon inseparable and on the phone to each other every night, even with the five-hour time difference. After becoming an official item, Asa began planning a trip to the United States to meet her boyfriend for the first time in July. But travel restrictions to the U.S. made that impossible. So the couple continued to share weekly date nights on video calls, ordering each other takeout food and treats as a surprise each week. And on May 21st of this year, Darren surprised Asa even further by proposing. Knowing it would be a long time before they get to meet for the first time, the couple made the decision to get married via Zoom in a legal ceremony that was officiated in Utah. Even though travel restrictions have been lifted, Asa has to wait for a visa to be accepted before she can book her flights to meet her husband in person for the first time. Isn't that wild? So much to unpack here. Um, <laughs> okay. First off, I, it's not as bad as it sounds because, I mean, you don't have to worry about, like, catfishing because, because I mean, you're seeing their face. Yeah, right. Uh, I guess you would just have to worry about the smell, you know? Maybe maybe they smell. You wouldn't know. <laughs> but also, wouldn't you want to, like, I, I, I like the whole story, except wouldn't you want to wait to get married, though, until you could be together? Like, why rush it? Why do it over Zoom? Yeah. At that point, like, what's the point of that? Why not wait? True. True. Propose, sure. Sure. Just be engaged yeah. for a while. I don't know. Wouldn't you want to be in person for that? I I would think so. I, I'm surprised. The first time I read it, I thought, is that legal? But I guess they had to go to Utah. So I now pronounce you husband and wife. You can smush the screens together. Yeah. Like, what? I don't wouldn't you I don't know. That's you just mean, to each their own, but <laughs> I would think you'd want to be together for that. I but I'm happy for. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah guess so. Uh, a question for you this morning. Do you touch your face a lot? Yeah. The average driver touches their face 26 times an hour. What well, else is there to do? <laughs> well, off for a drive. <clears throat> Researchers looked at 31 hours of archive video footage filmed by two on-road driving studies encompassing 36 experienced drivers. In case you're wondering how they figured this out. They found that the average driver touches their face 26.4 times an hour with each touch lasting about four seconds every time. I think that's a little too long, right? Four seconds? Four, you, yeah. You're picking your nose at that point. <laughs> Drivers most often touch somewhere on their face 79% of the time, followed by their hair 10% of the time. Yeah. Their neck 8% of the time, and their shoulders only 1.7. I was going to say, what are you doing? What are you giving yourself a shoulder rub? Real yeah. Quick? Like, well, Itch, maybe. Maybe. That's the only I thing I can Four think seconds, of. though. I don't know. That's a long... What are you doing with those Why would four you... I, I mean, I guess, yeah, like maybe stroking your beard or something. Yeah. I, I do that a lot. Four, sec four I do, seconds. I don't know. That's I do that strange. a lot. So. Yeah. I, I mean, what what else is there to do while driving? Yeah, well... You're you, listening to a podcast, just cruising down the road. Yeah. Or you're Trish listening to nothing. Yeah, she did that again. Yeah. Most of the drive. I don't know how she does that. I don't know why. When you either. took over driving, we listened to a very interesting podcast about songwriting. That's me, yeah. an interesting guy. I was getting <laughs> I was getting into that. Yeah. But yeah, with, with her, her, I don't know. It's just, I, I don't even know. We were listening. She's decompressing from her normal life, maybe? Maybe. Maybe the booboo bus is so loud that it's nice to have. She's like, oh, um, no sirens. Yeah. Silence. Oh, and then goodness. Pete starts talking. She's like, are you kidding me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we did have Christmas music going for a while. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But, but I, then, I think we got to a point where it started repeating itself. Well, I think somebody called. Oh, yeah, that's what breaks it up typically. I think uh, one of the kids called while we were on the road, and uh, then we never went back to the music. Yeah. So. Plus, I, I don't know. It's a 12-hour car ride. There's no way you listen to Christmas music the whole time. I don't know. No one, no one has that extensive of a Christmas music library. When I've made that trip, this is the uh, trip from Virginia Beach to Fairhaven or the other way. Uh, when I've made that trip with Sarah and Kat, too, I think, there comes a point where... It, and it's usually like the last two hours. It's usually when driving through Connecticut. There comes a point where we go to the uh, Disney movie collection mm -hmm. so that we can all start singing out and, you know. Yeah, Abby says, I either perform a concert or zone out so bad that I hope the lights were green. <laughs> yeah, that's scary, right? We all do that. Like, I always see yeah. it on the internet. We all agree on that, that sometimes you make it home and you're like, how did I make it home? Mm -hmm. That's scary. I don't remember taking the exit. We're just like trusting it. our internal... Yeah self yep. to bring us home safely i read a story about uh, some people were asked uh, what's what's the weirdest thing that that you've done you know where you your mind just takes over and does it automatically and someone said that they they were stopped at the traffic light that's always red mm -hmm. while it was green they yeah. just they just automatically came to the uh, intersection and stopped the car because they're always stuck there i don't think i've ever stopped but i've definitely slowed down sometimes and I'm like, oh, here we go. Gotta, and then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Got to keep going. <laughs> Charlie's here for Charlie's his, here for his spot on camera. What's up, my man? Got to get you to turn around. And look at the look at the people. 
We'll have to get a picture of Charlie in his Christmas sweater. Studio dog. Tr- yes. Trish bought him a Christmas sweater to yeah. wear outside when it's cold. Yep. He had it on yesterday yeah. while he was outside. Yeah, I don't know if I've said this. Trish has always like talked smack about frou-frou dogs, and she is developing quite the <laughs> frou-frou dog here. Are you a frou-frou dog? Nah, he's he's not, but he kind of is. Charlie had a great week. He uh, got to play with his cousins. Yeah. Uh, Sarah has two dogs. Sarah and Steven have two dogs, Luke and Yoda. Gee, I wonder what they're a fan of. And uh, Doug and Marla have a dog, Roscoe. So Charlie had a good week. He slept like all day yesterday. Yeah, because he didn't sleep on the car ride home nope. like, like an idiot. <laughs> he had 12 hours prime time to sleep. You didn't do it. What are you doing? You got any comment? He's out. See, you this want- is what happens. You 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 hit him with the, the real topics, and he leaves. He just walks out. Do you want to be more sophisticated, son? Uh, Diane says, uh, your mind taking over and you wonder how you get home is one of the major reasons for most accidents happening within two miles of where you live. But how does it not happen more? I know. Is what really? I, don't, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of bad drivers out there. So when they're not even thinking about it, how, how do they make it home? <laughs> you know. Time for today's fascinating facts. The hottest chili pepper in the world could possibly kill you the dragon's breath chili pepper is so hot it's downright deadly if you ate one it could potentially cause a type of anaphylactic shock burning your airways and closing them up mike smith is the hobby grower who invented it and he says i tried it on the tip of my tongue and it just burned and burned So why make such an impractical pepper? Well, as it turns out, the chili was initially developed to be used in medical treatments as an anesthetic anesthetic that can numb the skin. The sad part is there's people on TikTok that are reading this story and saying, bring it on. (laughs) Let's film that. It's saying it could kill you. So someone's like, I got to try it. Let me, yeah. Let me film it. The, I see. I would love to know all these people. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just search on TikTok. Like I don't know, pepper something challenge. challenge. Yeah. yeah, challenge. There's people that eat like all of the hottest foods at once. There's got to be some sort of like negative health effects, right? I would think so. Besides, with, with your stomach besides, lining, besides or? burning your you know butthole. Oh. Now he's getting playful. Oh, here we go. He wants the to, end of the show playtime. He wants to chew. But yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Like you know how there's long term effects for everything. There's yeah. got to be long term effects for that, right? Like you're burning I, your inside. I would think so. And they do it, and they're like, "Oh, that wasn't even hot." It's like maybe that's because you've numbed your whole body. Like I, people love that. They love to watch it, and they're like, "That's so cool." I watch that, and I'm like, "Yeah, I, I cringe. I hurt for you, man. <laughs> I eat like a." Buffalo chicken pizza. And I'm like, whew, a little Woo! spicy. Yeah. Back to today's random question. What is the most embarrassing thing you've ever worn? And I, I mentioned how I had a list, not a physical list, but um, Matt mentioned the, that I did have a white tuxedo for my wedding and the guys were in powder blue. I No one complained. It was 1981. No one complained. Yeah. I mean, it's normal back then. I don't know. Maybe we should bring back light blue. Cat and Josh are getting married. Josh? Oh. Light blue tuxedos? Light blue? Maybe. Could be a thing. Cat yeah. sometimes watches us, so I'm about <laughs> to get cursed out in the chat. Let's the see. only thing I can think of for me is that clown costume that we all wore as a kid. I look back at pictures, and one, I look so miserable. I was a miserable kid taking pictures. <laughs> I hated taking yeah, pictures. Yeah, you did. Probably until like 
first grade, maybe. I didn't we, smile. We finally gave up and we're like, yeah, that's Matt. Yeah. You All know? the family photos are like, everyone's so happy. And Matt looks like he's about to murder everyone. And we had, um, you know who else was like that, Abby? Abby. Abby, was, yeah. yeah. Um, we had a, a session done, you know, hired a photographer to do a family picture. And I know he was like, oh, I, I just need to get Matt to smile. And we were like, no, forget it. Yeah, that's, that's don't, don't worry about it. No. This is his personality. Go. Uh, he doesn't have one. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, that's the only thing I can think of. I don't, I don't know. I don't really remember Somebody being uh, embarrassed of uh, wearing anything. Do you know what a leisure suit is? Uh, I've heard it used, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Back in the 70s, I think it was, uh, it was this thing that instead of wearing a suit with a jacket, you know, with a uh, tie and all that, uh, it was cut. I don't know how to describe how it was cut, but it was just you would wear this jacket and matching pants um, with an open collar shirt. Okay. Know? So it was just it was a leisure suit. Oh, okay. I should. So you'd wear that to bed. I ch- Paja- no pajamas. No. Yeah. No. You would wear that out. Oh, okay. You would wear that to church. You wear it out of your house. Yes. Church? You're going leisure to church? Yes. How dare you? It's the Lord's Day. I looked for the picture of the leisure suits that my brother and I had. but Matching? I, no. Ugh. No. I don't Missed know. Opportunity. I don't know if the kids in Vermont have the picture or what, but mine was a light green leisure suit. And I think my brother's was powder blue. What was up with you guys back then? You went to the store. You were like gray, navy blue. We went. No, I'm sorry. Do you have anything brighter and dumber? They were like, I have light green. Perfect. Pretty much. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. We went to, if anybody from the area is, uh, is, we went to Silverstein's, which was a men's clothing store in the city. And uh, yeah, got my, uh, I probably had heels on my shoes too. This was the seventies, dude. Wow. I mean you need yep. you need all the height you can get, I guess. Yeah. Ooh. Uh Dana says dressing up as Sparky the fire dog. <laughs> Are there pictures? I know. We need pictures of we these. We need pictures. I've got to find the leisure suit picture. I don't I don't know who has it. Let's see. Abby said what is it? Why do you guys put words that I don't know? Uh G A U C H O S. G gauchos gauchos Gau- yeah that was a that was a thing wasn't it what is a gaucho um uh she said she said gauchos a belt over a shirt basically any early 2000 fashion in quotes fashion fashion again who made these trends sign me up like i would i would love to just come up with dumb trends and just make it a thing you know like a belt over a sweatshirt, like this sweatshirt, <laughs> a belt across my chest. Yes. And I'm like, this, this is in, if you're not doing this, then you, you're you not in. That would be the thing. I guess you just have to be cool, and then you can do anything. And Gauchos people will be like, were, oh, that's cool. Or pants. Oh, like parachute pants, kind of. Mm, parachute kind capris. Of. That's my interpretation. Parachute capris. <laughs> uh, did we have any more? Does anyone have any more? Uh, I also went through a spell. Embarrassing outfits. I also went through a spell where I wore cowboy hats. That was my persona on the radio. And I wasn't at a country station. I thought you worked at a country station. Uh, I did, but that was not when I wore the country hat. That was your one chance to wear a cowboy hat. Come on, Pete. I've got a picture of uh, a light blue leisure suit here. Oh. Now do you understand? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like so. that '70s show. They they were wearing they were rocking yes. leisure suits. Yeah, yeah. well. That was when I was doing it in yeah. the 70s. Yeah. You weren't just a sitcom from the 90s. You were, right. Yeah. Right. When, when's that uh, rerun? Not rerun. Uh, uh, reboot, reboot? Whatever. That, what is it? That 90s show? I don't know if they gave us a date for that. I need it. That's going to be cool. I need it. Yeah. Uh, Justin said, were those, were those like 80 disco suits? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Leisure suits. I'm trying to find light green. Bring it back. Do you have them anywhere? Do you still keep them? No. Long gone? No, long gone. Missed an opportunity. I was probably um, 12, 13 when I wore that. So. Ab- Abby said they were dress pants that were capris and extremely wide legs. Parachute yes. capris there you is go. what I'm calling them, I basically. Th- can we get him into being a trendsetter? I think we can do that, right? Like I said, I think you need to be cool in order to do that. <laughs> so I missed the mark there. Maybe, maybe next life. It wasn't really that shade of green. Yeah, that's bad. Show it up for the fans. But it was close. That's some that's some Barney action. That's some Buzz Lightyear action. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Bu- Buzz Lightyear. If, bu- if Buzz Lightyear were a leisure suit. And uh, yeah, I did go through. I used to do a disco show on the radio on Saturday nights. So I went through a time where I had the shirts open down to here. Mm-hmm. Gross. Some, some gold chains. Gross. Tight pants. Real gold? Probably not. Heels. Real gold? No, 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 no chance. No, no chance. No, that wouldn't happen. Uh, Gail said, my youngest refused to smile until middle school. Wh- what is it with the youngests? I mean, huh? are we just that miserable? Well, were we're, tre- you, we're treated poorly by our older siblings. Were you miserable or were, or were you, and I'm, I'm mushing my words today. Were you miserable or were you trying to stand out instead of just being the little one? By pouting? Well, by being maybe different. that's maybe that's what it is. We we were sick and tired of being. Oh, look at the baby, the look baby, the, the family. And now now it's it doesn't end when you grow up because then you grow up and people are like, oh, look at the baby, he's six feet tall. <laughs> look at the baby. It's I like, remember. It's I like, changed yeah, your shut diaper. Up. I'll step on you. <laughs> I guarantee any murderer in in history, it, the youngest child, just because you called him a baby. Yeah. that's that's why that was their motivation. Could be. Yeah, could be. That's it. All right. Uh, care to be more? Sophisticated? Nah. An elegance coach. There you go. Instead of being a trendsetter, you could be an elegance coach. I don't know if I qualify for that. An elegance coach has revealed the 10 words and phrases that make you sound unsophisticated, included over, including overusing the word very and saying things like PJs. What's wrong with PJs? They are pajamas. Oh, my God. They are not PJs. I have a feeling I'm not going to like this article. Certain words and phrases might seem posh, but actually show that you are more common than you think. So here we go. The 10 words and phrases that the upper class will never use. All right? Let's hear it. You should never say bubbly or booze. New Year's Eve coming up. You're going to get the bubbly ready? Uh Uh-uh. If you're talking about champagne, it is called champagne. Or if you're talking about Prosecco, which I looked up, is a dry Italian sparked, uh, yeah. sparkling wine. I don't think anyone's talking about Prosecco. An elegant lady would never refer to a fine alcoholic beverage with those terms of bubbly or booze. The coach said instead she would call it by its proper name. So let's say you're drinking Prosecco, you say Prosecco. If you're drinking champagne, you say champagne. I think bubbly's better. Uh, say terribly Instead of very, 
People who overuse the word very should try to reduce this by saying terribly instead. The coach said, instead of saying that the restaurant was very full last night, it sounds better when you say it was terribly full last night. But remember, ladies, it can sound a bit repetitive if you keep using terribly over and over again. Why is it just directed at ladies? Very sexist article. Instead of can I have, use may I have. Well, yeah, that's just everyone. Everyone had the teacher that you were like, can I use the bathroom? They're like, (laughs) I don't don't know. Can you? Can you? It's like, why don't you die? Okay, I'm about to piss myself. The elegance coach said, if any of you are familiar with formal writing and speaking practices, then you'll know how may I is the right way to ask permission for something. Stop saying pardon me, especially if you're saying it because you think that is going to make you sound more posh. The elegance coach says in upper class circles, it's actually viewed as something quite basic and unsophisticated. So a proper, more correct way is to say, excuse me. Is this what they do when they all hang out, all the rich people? They're like, hey, by the way, pardon me. That's how we're going to. Everyone stop saying pardon me. This is how we're going to figure out who the poor people are. Yeah. Yeah. Add rather to your vocabulary more. The coach said, it was a rather lovely day. Say that instead of saying, "It, it was a really lovely day. And we can use rather as a word when we really want to emphasize on something in an elegant way because it does sound a little bit more posh this way. Don't overuse totally and completely. The coach said most of us are overusing those words. These words can be replaced in your vocabulary by using a standard word quite as an example. So instead of saying it's totally hot outside, it sounds much better when you say it's quite hot outside. Just don't try to write it or type it because everyone ends up putting like quit or quiet. I don't know. Those three words (laughs) are the easiest to mix up. Every time. Instead of toilet, use lavatory. Oh, my God. Toilet is considered a lower level speech. To who? How about the can? To John. The coach said another variation could be to say bathroom, but the word would then describe a room with a bath, which... Sometimes it's not always the case. Lady, if I'm in a Mexican restaurant and I say I need to go to the bathroom, no one thinks I'm taking a bath. Okay, (laughs) everyone knows what's about to happen. Use how to describe something. The coach said to spice up a vocabulary and to sound a little bit more refined. One other tip is to say how. As an example, you basically say how lovely, how charming, how wonderful, rather than just saying nice, cute, or fun might sound a little bit old-fashioned, but it is going to elevate your everyday language. Replace hi and hey with hello. There's nothing wrong with saying hey or hi, but you need to really be aware that it's actually an informal way of greeting someone versus just simply saying hello. I want to punch this lady in the face. That's basically it. That's it. Let's see. Uh, Abby says, change how I speak to become rich. Yeah, apparently. Apparently that's the key to success. Yep. Uh, Just. Are you kidding me? I forgot to mute it today. I'm going to mute my phone now. No phones in class. How many times do we have to go over this? I'll leave it out there. This guy. Okay. Next time you lose the name off the show. (laughs) It becomes the Braley Show. And the time after that, it becomes the Matt Braley Show. The Matt Braley okay. Show. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, anyways, Justin says the upper class are just dreadful, aren't they? Right. <laughs> uh, They're rather, rather dreadful. Rather dreadful. Rather dreadful. Yes. Yeah, terribly dreadful. Yes. Uh, that's the thing. She came up with like four different points, and they're all for the same thing. Quite dreadful. Terribly yes. dreadful. <laughs> Rather dreadful. Like, shut up. Uh, oh. Let's see. Gary said, the stupid, I don't know, can you th- can you thing drive me up a wall? Like, cool, I'll just go, go right here. The thing that got me was like the power that they felt. Yes, you're right. Like, they sit there all day, and they're just like, and you're like, can I go to the bathroom? And it's like, I just picture the camera zooming in, and they stand up. Their chest pops out. They've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> I don't know. Can you? It's like, that's all. Teachers go to college and go through all that stress and get paid nothing for that one moment. That one moment. Mm-hmm. That one chance yeah. to feel some sort of power. Because they don't feel it in life. And there it is. And they all do it. Like, do they teach that? Anyone Anyone go to school to be a teacher? Do they teach that? Is that a thing that you need to do that? Like, that's a requirement. You don't, you don't get your degree until like, you yeah, do that. Do that. Yeah. And and deliver that so line. So annoying. With that power. and the gum thing. Can't can't chew gum <laughs> and you can't say, Can I go to the bathroom? Yeah. Anything yeah, else, you're I okay. Think, I think from now on, just you know, just go right there. Just be like, okay, well, I'm gonna piss on your <laughs> desk chair. Okay. Can I? Let's find out. <sighs> Diane says this elegance chick needs to have some bubbly and chill out because she's very annoying. There Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Not enough bubbly or booze. We should all just meet up with her and say every word she told us not to say. Just yeah. drive her insane. Because you know it will. She'll just get like a tick. Like, are you kidding me? And then she'll just explode. She'll just combust. Right. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Rather explosively. Yeah. Uh, finally, some Hollywood headlines for today. You will likely hear Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You a few times before Christmas. Mm, just a couple. As its popularity spikes again this year, ever wonder how much money Mariah makes from that song, which came out in 1994? Celebrity Net Worth calculated that Mariah gets somewhere between 600000 and $1 million each December, when the song's popularity shoots up. At that point, why do anything else? So every year since 1994, she's been getting that much money. Streaming has opened up a whole new revenue stream for Mariah's Christmas classic. Billboard noted in November 2021, the track already had 11.2 million streams in the U.S. Apple says it pays an average play rate of one cent while Spotify says artists are paid up to two-thirds of every dollar they make from music streaming. If Mariah's current streaming rates continue, estimates indicate she could be making close to $2 million from streaming it every year. That's crazy. ABC announced a very boy band holiday, which will see the likes of NSYNC, New Edition, New Kids on the Block, Boys to Men, 98 Degrees, and O-Town. The ABC special will feature Joey Fatone, Chris Kirkpatrick, and Lance Bass of NSYNC. Uh, Way, uh, Wanya Morris and Sean Stockman from Boys to Men. Bobby Brown and Michael Bibbins of New Edition. Joey McIntyre of New Kids. Eric Michael Estrada of o- uh, O-Town. Nick Lachey, Drew Lachey, Jeff Timmons, and Justin Jeffrey of 98 Degrees. It's going to be on next Monday night. What about the Jonas six. Brothers? Oh, this is like the their current boy band, right? Oh, okay. I guess. A very boy band holiday will be on ABC Monday night at 8 o'clock. And Spotify has agreed to remove the shuffle button, 
while users listen to Adele's album because she says it screws up the flow of the songs. I was wondering what you thought about this. There are 12 tracks on her new album, 30. Adele went to Spotify and asked that the shuffle button be removed. She said, this was our only request I had in our ever-changing industry. We don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. Our art tells a story, and our stories should be listened to as intended. So thank you, Spotify, for listening. I agree. I, I think good. the first I think the first listen of every album should be in order. Because that is that is how it was meant to be listened to. Okay. So that's how I do it. Yeah. Probably the first couple times. But then after that, I mean you kind of have the songs that see the problem now is not not that it's a problem because it makes sense from like an artist standpoint, but like they release songs early, so like Easy on Me came out a couple weeks, a couple maybe right. even a month ago. Right. So at that point, like you probably want to listen to the other songs, not that song. So it's like I don't know. And yeah. it, it, most albums they release like three or four songs before the album comes out. So a lot of times you just want to skip those songs. Yeah. So I don't know. Mm. But I I always think the first couple times should be in order. They do spend a lot of time working on the track list, especially if it's like like an Adele album is a concept album. Like and you know, a, it's like, all the songs were written like for a reason yeah. for this album a lot of times some artists like just pick 12 songs random songs don't piece together at all throw right. them in an order and that's it but like a lot of times if you're releasing an album there's a reason why you're releasing an album and Taylor Swift probably yeah it, it yeah. tells a story it's hmm. structurally they they do spend a lot of time making making the order so yeah. alright anything else before we wrap up uh, Abby said it's the OG boy bands only yes rude the, the Joe Bros <laughs> are OG to me no, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with all of you. Yep, yep. Uh, I did want to say for the uh, Mariah Carey song, I, I just picture her like every November, like she probably spent too much, spent too much of the two mil. And she's like get, reaching November and she's like, that's it. Ramen noodles until December. Like we, we just got to make it there. We'll be okay. We just got to survive until we get there. We get the new royalty check. Yeah. We'll be fine. Yep. She's like just waiting, like eating McChicken sandwiches. She's like, I, the dollar menu, McDonald's. Like, we just got to make it to December. And then December 1st, and she's like, okay, steak, lobster, anybody. Mm. And then next year, same thing, all over again. Uh, no, that's it. That'll do it for today. Don't forget, we do have merch available. The link is uh, in the description down below. And if you're listening to us on a podcast, it's also available on the uh, podcast link. Hopefully, we started your day off on a good note because that is always our goal here. Be sure to hit the like button if you like what we do and subscribe so that you don't miss any future shows. We're live weekdays on YouTube, but also available on all of your podcast apps. And don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail with your... Uh, any questions, comments, if you have a Feel Good Friday story to share with us, you can tell us the story on voicemail. Call 774-473-9910. Shall we do Battle of the Sibs tomorrow? I think we shall. All right. We'll get the kids together for Battle of the Sibs tomorrow. We leave you with our thought for the day, and our thought is simply, falling down is an accident. Staying down is a choice. All right. No matter what, go out and make it a great day. Peace.